Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The sun hangs heavy over the Valley of the Setting Sun. The Valley of the Setting Sun is a Scion 6th edition game set in Phoenix, Arizona, and starring Craig as Sir Nicholas, Slavek as Jesse, and Mitch as Gary. Join our heroes as they adjust to their new powers and navigate the tangled roots of the Scion community. Will our heroes be able to achieve their destinies, or will their bones be left to dry under the desert sun? You can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, where you can find a link to our Discord. All right, so yeah, you're driving to the uh, dead man to Roger Deleuze's house, his his residence. Yeah, the traffic takes you a bit longer than you than you than would normally. So, and then you arrive, and you know, it's a smallish, like you know, a single story house, townhouse, I guess. So, what do you think? We just knock on the door and just poke around. That's what we did last time. Yeah, Gary's just going to walk up and knock on the door, ring the doorbell. No one answers. Gary's going to try the doorknob. Then you hear from like a, a next door, it's like, hey, who are you? Gary Turn will look over. You see like a, you know, like an like a old man is like a 60s. He's just looks, looking at you with the evil eye. Not not the actual evil eye, but just looking at you mean. Have to clarify in Scion. Hi, old man. Who are you? I'm the neighbor. What are you doing over there to that nice young woman's house? Just checking in. She was supposed to meet us for breakfast and never showed up. Well, you just missed her. She you know, came by. She left, came back, then left again like uh, a couple hours ago. Really? Yeah. You hear about her brother? Unfortunately. Uh, what's he done this time? I swear to God, if I have to have the if I have to be woken up by the cops being called in on him again. Uh, Sir Nicholas is a bit uneasy looking when he mentions future problems with Roger. Yeah, um, we were we were looking for Roger. Do you remember? Um, sorry. Do do I remember what her his sister's name was? You didn't really catch it. Yeah, something Miss De Lewis. <laughs> oh, you you're looking for? Uh, did you do you say that out loud? Yeah. Well, um. I guess we'll have to just wait around for Miss Deleuze to get back then. Hmm. Well, don't go in any trouble. I you I see that I, I don't care if you any of them scion thing about Bob's. This is, you respect private property. You see it, you respect it. Of course. So which one of you tries to break into the house first? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, um, what? <laughs> I, was, I was gonna ask, um, does my uh my chivalry purview keep me from breaking down the well, door well you know if you had like door. told him that you wouldn't you would have to, it would be like a you know if you make a promise or something it's a lot harder for you to break it yeah your word is your oath right but if um, you haven't given your oath then it's it's yeah. not quite so binding fortunately right. for you jesse doesn't give a damn <laughs> well in that case it's like well I'm not saying I'm experienced in these sort of things, but I'm experienced in these sort of things. Maybe they left it open. Uh, Jesse tries the door. 
it's locked. But uh, if you give me a cunning slash subterfuge roll, I will, you know, uh, you can open it. I actually have a specialty in that. All right. Breaking into places. That is what Jesse does. All right. So Uh, give me them rolls. uh, I got a success. Just one. All right, so yeah, with that, I'll say you get it open, but you, 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 it's loud enough that you hear the door that cracks loud audibly. And you hear, you hear the old man, what the hell is It's just the wind, old man. Shut up. I don't, do you tell me to shut up, you young member of Snapper. I tell you this. I just sort of start manifesting my bow. It's just like. Oh, Mitchin for a shot. Why we got to be all unpleasant about this? Well, I mean, he keeps shouting at me. It makes me stressed. I'm here doing a service for the community. (laughs) And then he keeps shouting at me. Gary, can you believe that? You know, I really can. I really can. That's so sad. So you state of the world, you walk in, you know, over the ignoring the uh, angry yells of the old man, and you know it's a smallish kind of place. You know, it's a hallway, sort of cheap tile. The paints looks a bit smoke stained in a couple places. You see, like the kitchen, everything looks like you know the chairs knocked over on the floor. You know, see a few things out of place, but you know, it looks like pretty empty, pretty clean. I got a bad feeling about this place. I don't. The you say that about every place, though. I mean, the sister didn't look unkempt, and I mean, Roger looked a bit uh, beaten up about it. <laughs> but um, his sister didn't look like she'd live like this. Assuming this is her place too. Uh, Nicholas was kind of absentmindedly, like, like readjust the chair and like kind of tidy up the uh, kitchen table. All right. So yeah, you look around and you see that there are two bedrooms. You know, not near the opposite ends of the house, like down another hallway. You see one, like you know, the one with the door with the door, you know, left open a bit. You can definitely smell, like you know, it's messy. There's like definitely like smoke stains on the uh, ceiling and stuff. It's it's disorganized, very disorganized, very messy, and you can definitely smell like the odor of a few substances. So Gary is going to use keen-eyed predator. All right. Now that he's in the house, who or what is the biggest threat present? What the you feel like you know the biggest threat is it's not coming. You feel like there's something dangerous not in the the open room that's you know all messy and stuff. You feel like it's coming from the other other room that's that's his door shut. Hmm. Do you investigate? Gary's gonna pull out a little bag of Skittles. He'll pop a few. I'm gonna go over here, guys, and he's gonna head towards the uh, the sense of danger. All right, so yeah, it's uh you know you see it's you open the door. And it looks like a, at first glance, you just see like a, a bedroom. It looks a bit messy. You know, the, the bed's a bit ruffled up. A couple of things are, uh, you know, scattered here about pa- paper, bits of that. By the way, it looks mostly normal. Well, Gary's going to start tossing the room casually while eating Skittles. <laughs> checking All right. Every so, wall, yeah, give me mattress, a checking under the bed. cunning and I'd say subterfuge. Two successes. All right. So with two successes, that's enough to you know get you 
you find you you feel it around the walls and you feel like there's a ledge like your fingers catch on something like a little lip or something Ooh, i'm gonna push it and then i'm gonna pull it all right so yeah pushing it doesn't do anything but you pull it and you open up the panel opens up and in it you see like a whole you see like a couple of bits of paraphernalia like a you know you see bits of like magical symbols here and there you see like a bit of like hair in a little corner and you see like a Hey guys, I found. I, he spits some skittles back into his hand. Hey guys, I found something. Um, Nicholas comes in after recently straightening up their kitchen, and is kind of horrified because he was trying to tidy up the place. What are you doing? Check it out. It looks like drug stuff. And as you look, you see like in the corner, like a couple of gold coins that look a bit familiar. Like, are these from like Zeus's palace arcade? No. <laughs> I'll just say you remember you you vaguely remember like uh, from the cattle ranch the the uh, man who brought the chupacabra they had a couple of gold coins on them as well and as you look at it you see like they look pretty similar if not the exact same but like bits of like Greek iconography on them. I wonder if uh, this had anything to do with the people who paid uh, those people that you know set the chupacabra on, on us. They had these. Who the hell's minting these well, things? Well, I'll be damned. I mean, it could be anyone. It's not like it's hard to mint stuff. Try my hand on it back in the day. You know, modern coins, really hard to mint. Old coins, no problemo. I'm not saying, but, you know, I'm just saying. It's not as hard as it seems. Are they real gold? Yeah, you sort of like expect them a little bit, and they look like they're actual gold. You look around a bit more, and you see like uh, you know, like a little, bit, a little bit, like a little note written down. Gary will read the note. All right, you pick it up, and it says, "You know, meeting at uh, seven seven thirty. Bring the vial as backup." And it gives you like a it's a little address. What is it? Seven thirty today, or seven thirty tomorrow, or seven thirty yesterday? Doesn't say. PM. Damn. Just says PM. Well, hey guys, we have an address. We also have a vial. We do. Better than nothing. Maybe it was 7.30 last night. I mean, Garrett, you're the reporter here. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you probably got the best instincts when it comes to this from all of us. Yeah, you would think that, wouldn't you? Uh, Let's go check out this other address. Before we're leaving here, is there a basement to this house? No. Yeah, I figured as much. It's not very common in the area, but... And no, and for information, basements in Arizona are very rare just because the ground is very rocky. Yeah, but I had to ask because we had that feeling of this originating from underground. All right, yeah. So, yeah, you, you walk. You, uh, it's about like two in the afternoon right now, a little bit. Well, maybe not one in the afternoon. So the meeting is scheduled to take place at 730. Do you guys wait to go to the place at the time or do you just go there right now? I think we should. Uh, Where is the address? I think we should go right now. That way we can either get their way ahead of time and be a little bit safer. We can always come back with backup because I got some guys. Yeah. Also, we should like, you know, at least Google where this address is. It looks like it's a someplace in down someplace in the city, you know, maybe like a storm drain almost. It looks like you, like you see them around a few times. If we were to place it in one of the many areas of the greater Phoenix area map, where would it be? It'd be near like central Phoenix. We'd be a bit south central. Definitely the more the built up areas. 
I mean, wouldn't hurt to like do a drive-by at least and case the joint during the daytime. All right. So yeah, you drive out there. It takes you again, like you know, traffic t- slows you down a bit, and you you get at the location and you look around. You know, nothing seems obvious out of the place, but then like you notice like under like off to the side, like near a parking lot, there's a tunnel like a big like big enough to like for several people to walk side by side to go into drink a big old tunnel you think it's like a storm drain or something for like when the monsoons come oh so like since um, the phoenix area is relatively flat they have this have somewhere where for all the flood um, water to go yes so they have these like especially in these areas have these huge like storm drains it's these are like you know seven eight feet high you know several people like you know like five people could walk in side by side shoulder to shoulder be comfortable in there is there any activity outside these the stream? No, it looks pretty quiet. Okay, probably don't want to go in right now in case they're they have something over there. All right, so you see that? Do you wait? Um, I guess we can wait a little bit. I mean, like this is just like the afternoon right now, right? Yeah. Okay. So but you I'm, get go in yeah. and try, like, do just how far do you go into like the tunnel? Do you go all, like further far enough and you can't see the sunlight do you just like go around the extra edge of it i i don't think we'd even go like into it at, at this point i just maybe look in and like check the area around it actually um i have um the guardian neck a warning um so i could see if there's like danger before it emerges so all right so yeah even with that active you don't really feel any, any danger right now hmm. so yeah you look around you you look inside the tunnel, it's you know, just concrete, a couple of graffiti tags on the sides. All of you, give me an intellect and a cult roll. I got one. I add two to our momentum then for the botch. For my botch, at least. I also failed the roll. Uh, Nicholas, you look and you see like one of the graffiti tags on the concrete wall. It's It looks like almost like you know, the, Greek, the Greek temple thing, you know, the big pillars. It's but the pillars are broken, and if you look at you see like the same symbol was on like the coins you got you guys found. Um, I take um, one of the coins that uh, we got from the last area and like kind of hold it up next to it and can kind of compare them. Yeah, so it's pretty much the same symbol. Yeah, You're a bit sloppier from the because we've done spread paint, but yeah, it's the same symbol. I think we're in the right place, just not the right time. Hmm. Is there? Just looking around at the train, is there any way to kind of use the area to our advantage? Like, I'm not sure exactly what we're going up against, but um, is there a way to, like, position ourselves um, so we have a nice place to hide, like, several people? Yeah, you do know, like, you know, it's the, ton- the a bit of, like, a ditch area, and nearby is, like, it's not by a parking lot. That's, you know, higher up in elevation. So we can all kind of, like, um, huddle in, in the ditch area and kind of be out of sight. You could, but it's it's a pretty straight ditch, and you, like on the edge of the ditch, there are a couple of bushes, but it's not really. It's pretty open. You do know, like you know, there's a parking lot, and right by the parking lot, there's like you know a, a big you know building, an office building of some kind. Does the parking lot like look like it's regularly used? Are there cars in it? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of cars in there. And we have a um, pretty decent uh, view of the um, storm drain area from the parking lot. Yeah, we could just like put a couple cars of people there and, you know, chill out in there. So I'm going to call Gus. Yes, sir. Hey, Gus. Uh, how do you feel about stakeouts? Mm, much better. Much better. What are we hunting? We're not sure yet. Oh, excellent. 
All right, I'll be sure. How many do you? How many of us do you wish to stand guard? Yeah, why don't the, you know six of you come? Two separate cars. We'll keep three on reserve. All right. With a uh, third car and uh, bring snacks. Yes, we always must. Have, we must always have supplies for the hunt. Oh yeah, and root beer. That too. He was simply his, his, his excitement just sort of died Thank a little bit at the act part. <laughs> I I don't know. Do we? Do you, are we? Are we looking at a rumble? Do you think? I, you know, it's best to be prepared just in case. I mean, I, I got some. I, I got some guys I could call too. Um, not exactly sure how. Uh, like what's going down here? It could just be like a simple drug deal that we get, that we're breaking up, but. I don't know. Fate always has a, a way of bringing people together. Do you call your Castellans, uh, or what do you do? Uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll call them up and uh, just kind kind of tell them to be like, um, we're staking out this area and be like, you know, within uh, earshot just in case we need the cavalry to come in. I do wish, my lord. Yeah, I think uh, Sir Mavis has um, a motorcycle. She could probably circle around, you know, and stay out of sight. All right. So yeah, you guys you'll get set up, and are you yourselves like in the parking lot or in, in the car, or are you like waiting, letting your uh, followers do the work? I mean, I figured we should be here too. It just feels right. Do we have like a van or something? I'm pretty sure one of your guys can bring a van. Yeah, I mean, it might be much less noticeable um, for like you know, like a flower delivery van or something to show up. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Rather than just like a bunch of dudes in a car um, in the parking lot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, you get all set up and the day sort of progresses. And, you know, a couple of people from the office building come over and say, uh, can we help you? You've been sort of parked out here for a while and no one's ordered any flowers. Would you like to? Uh, well, I suppose, yeah, I suppose we could get some for my wife. She has been a bit mad. Okay. Yeah, sure. How much for a dozen roses? Um, well, uh, Nicholas sort of, kind of just starts bumbling around, not knowing like what to do in this situation, and just says, like, I don't know, probably like two dollars a piece or something. And but he has like no order forms, <laughs> so yeah, you you uh play at uh, you know, flower salesman for a bit as you know, a couple of people you know come to investigate, and so yeah, the office the car the parking lot empties a bit, so. There are a lot fewer cars now. You know, there's maybe like six cars left by the time 7.30 rolls around. And so you, you're looking and you see you know, someone drive up and park in the parking lot. See a woman get out. She's got long red hair, you know, dark jacket, nice pants on. You know, she's got a suitcase in her hand and she looks around for a bit. And then she walks over to the uh, tunnel. Hey, do you guys see that? You see it? I see it. Hey, Gus, uh, you got this? I see it. Do you want me to engage? Nah, nah, not yet. Let's see what happens. All right. So, yeah, you guys watch, and the woman goes up, and she, like, you know, she walks up to the lip of the uh, uh, entrance, and she puts the suitcase down. She looks around for a bit. Shrug- she shrugs, then she just walks back to her car. Get a uh, note the make and model of the car and the license plate. All right, yeah, you get it all down. It's a, uh, it's a nice, you know, luxury car. Uh, you know, the Hephaestus brand on one side of it. Nice. And then you would takes, you know, you get it all down. It drives off, 
and you're left there waiting. You think we should see what she left there? You know, the lady in the Honda Hephaestus? Uh, you know what? Hey, Gus, why don't you have one of the uh, one of the guys go check it out? Very well, sir. You hear him like grunt something in like a Norse, and one of your bodyguards, Gary, goes out and uh, investigates the uh, uh, suitcase or the just the briefcase. That's a briefcase. He looks around, doesn't really notice anything, and then he stops and you see him stop and listen. The next thing you know, he just he grabs it, grabs the briefcase, just starts sprinting back towards the car. Now I will say that if you you feel something approaching, uh, Nicholas, you got a bad feeling about this. All right, so emerging from the uh, you know the tunnel, it looks it's something big and scaly. You're not quite sure what it is yet, but as it gets closer, you see it's you see it's another chupacabra, but this one looks bigger than the one you saw last time. It looks got horns on it, sort of like. Just sort of like hunches over, and it's just sort of you see, like the long tongue sort of snap at the air. Um, I reach in my pocket and uh, I pull out a guitar pick and hand it to Jesse. Hey, uh, Jesse, do you want to hold on to this for a bit? Uh, all right, uh, storyteller, I'm just um, designating him as my charge and giving him a talisman. All right, so do, who, who wants to engage the monster first? Gus and his guys, I think. All right. So for combat role, it will be for anything you roll for your followers. It's always, oh, it's one of your attributes plus your uh, followers rating. So basically, if you want, one of, like you say, they attack him with the swords or whatever, it'd be your might plus their plus their uh, dots. Okay. Okay. So, what do they have that would be dexterity appropriate? You could say like they have like guns or bows and arrows, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll start with uh, the the ranged weapons. They have guns, probably. All right. So yeah, you won't be able. This will count as your turn. So if you use your followers, they they attack in your stead. You you can't like you. Know, they have them attack, then you attack. Okay. That sounds good. All right. So yeah, give me the uh, dex. Give me the roll. So like dex plus five for your followers rating. Actually, I'll say you get a plus one enhancement for this just because. It's uh, you've prepared for this. You you you've, you've dug in a bit. Oh, one success on ten dice. Is that counting the enhancement or no? That is counting the enhancement. All right. So yeah, I'm sorry. With yeah, you you you, you open fire on it and it, you you see like it pelts the thing and it all it does it just gets its attention. It, it it's like it looks at you sort of like tweaks its neck a bit and then charges for you. For me or for my guys? Just whoever was whoever's closer. I would say probably your guard, your guards. Okay. I turn to Jesse and say, I think those guys need help. Gus! Yeah. Both of you, uh, Jesse and Nicholas, give me just initiative just so we can have... Uh, it's your best combat skill plus cunning is your initiative. All right. Best combat skill plus cunning... Roll for it, yeah. Uh, that'd be one success for me then. Uh, one success for me as well. All right, so roll again. Just uh, no, no, that's fine. You, you, so you both go roughly at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, yeah. The since it's still charging, you get a chance to attack it for the long range before it gets into co- close combat. I'll say, Jesse, you go first. Well, Chupacabra looks like something that needs to be murdered. 
it's time for Frostbit to show All off right, let's... the merciless chill of winter. How did this work again? I think we decided on athletics plus dexterity. Yeah. And you'll get a plus two enhancement just to attack because it's it's your you know, your Super Bowl. Right. So the way enhancements work is once I get successes, I can activate them for enhancements. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If I get a success, I can activate it for bonus successes. Yes. Bam. Okay. So I have that one success. That so that will give you another two successes, I think, with your plus two enhancement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, with three, that's definitely you hit. You hit it, and you definitely you get it in like one of the shoulders. It hurts, hurts, yeah. but it's I still just, it's. And you see like ice blossom out of like where you hit it. Yeah, and the uh, everything around me. I feel like it, uh, the temperature gets a couple of degrees colder. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jesse gets a tad bit meaner. So I, I previously gave that uh, talisman to Jesse um, to protect him against this chupacabra. Um, how do I uh, grant him uh, um, enhancements for that? It's not required that you make a max skill roll. Basically, it just means that if like the chupacabra attacks him, he gets a plus two enhancement. Okay. I guess keep that in mind, Jesse. Will do. All right. So now, Sir Nicholas, it's your turn to attack. All right. Does activating another uh, neck... Uh, Take my turn. Uh, I don't think so. What's your neck? Now, um, can I do the fortress uh, roll next? Go with one enhancement. Gain the following stunts for each time you defend. Okay, next, next, go with one um, enchantment. Um, Looks like it didn't work, so I I guess I'll just hit it. Uh, Are you attacking yourself? Are you using your knives to attack? Oh, the knights are just um, waiting in the um, in the reins for okay. Calvary. So yeah, so me hopping out of the van and so yeah, uh, you are doing the attack on yourself. Okay, so that's yeah, that's a might plus close combat. Yeah, and I have specialty in swords, so that's another one. And this one will knock off since your sword was especially supposed to, to be good against armor. It knocks off two of its defense, so you don't need as many uh, successes to wound it. Okay, one, two, three. three. Four plus five. I believe that's six successes. Yeah. Right. So yeah, with six successes, that's definitely enough to hurt it. So yeah, you, you run up and you you get you like slash oh. at it. Does it then just like um, get knocked back because I have that uh, uh, enhanced impact thing on it too? Yes. So I basically run up and like baseball swing at it and just like it just like flies back a bit. So yeah, you you definitely you, you I'll say you like you knock off one of its horns as you would lock it back, and it's you know it's definitely it's you know wound, you definitely see like it's bleeding now somewhat badly. Um, Nick exclaims, "This is way better than using a rifle." All right, so yeah, now the chupacabra is going to attack you because you're the first, you're the one who hurt it so much. Two successes, not three. That's three successes now to defend. You have to roll, I believe. Let's blow, blow, roll your highest resilience without any skill. So there should be a little thing on your uh, character sheet that says resilience for your stats. Just roll the highest one. Be like resolve, stamina, or composure. Well, at least I um, make the momentum up. <laughs> All right. So you failed that? Yeah, I did. All right. So yeah, with that, you definitely take 
every time you take damage, you take an injury condition. So mark a mark on your sheet that you are now bruised. Oh. So I'll and I'll so yeah, I'll say that since you uh, blocked, since you it knocked you back. I'll say it's you know got you right in the chest. So it's going to take away one one uh, one success next time you roll, just because you know you uh, you took a bit of damage. All right, now it's Gary's turn again. Do I still have the plus one enhancement? Uh, I'll say yes. And remember, you can use momentum to increase your uh, rolls. I will save the momentum for someone more competent. All right, so you're going to make another attack with your uh, bodyguards? Yes. All right, so I'll say it's close enough to be in the melee attack. Do you want to do uh, uh, melee or do you want to do another range attack? Uh, we'll do another ranged attack since I already rolled it. Uh, All right. count is two, right? I believe so, yes. What'd you get? Uh, in that case, four successes. That's enough to hurt it. So yeah, this time, you know, guns bark out and you you see that peppered with uh, bullets and arrows. And this time again, like, you know, you get it in the back of the leg and it, it stumbles a bit as, you know, it's starting to it's woozy now. Yeah, gosh. Ah, this is a good challenge. My boy. Jesse, it's your turn now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go with my bow again, but a bit more cautiously because, you know, uh, he's aware of the way he's going to end up. It's not if, it's when he's going to start using it too much. Don't worry, I'll make sure it's appropriately dramatic. The fates are already written. At this point, you just have to Give in. That's the fate of the Acer, anyway. All right, so do you make a, another uh, range attack? Oh, yeah. All right, roll me it. Another just one success. Oh, God. It's like I, I can't seem to, like, fail or succeed normally. I just have one success every single fucking time. Was that count? Well, I think with your enhancements, I think that still gives you, was it plus two? Yeah. So, yeah, that would be three successes then, only the one. Yeah. That's enough, I, actually. Yeah, it's 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 okay. <laughs> well, at least you're at least you're consistent. Yeah, that's it's okay. all right. So yeah, with three, yeah, you definitely you you fire another another air, you know, bit of you know magical ice at it, and you get it right in the face, and you definitely it's blind now, one eye. It just it's like you know it's confused, it's dazed now. It's whirling around to all the different attackers that is not sure where to go. You definitely see it. it's it's much slower now. It's stumbling. It's very close. All right, now, uh, Sir Nicholas, it's your turn. Actually, uh, I just oh. found it. So the target suffers a complication of one until the arrow is moved or the target is killed. All right, yeah. Oh, thank you so for that. As the frost sort of starts taking over its body. Yep. All right, so Nicholas, you know it. You, you're right there. It's close to death. You can might be able to do the next strike. Yeah. Um, so do I say I want to use momentum uh, beforehand? Yes, and it's it's, not, it's a group thing. So just you know, if yeah. you want to let the others know. Yeah, I agree. Um, you should use your momentum. How much should I use? As much as you feel you need. Yeah, well, let's go for two. I think you should go for more if you want to. Honestly, at least like just, just to make sure. Yeah. All right, I'll use three then. Um, so Nicholas is going to like stagger over there and like he's kind of like clutching uh, his chest where he get, just got kind of gored by it. And with his uh, right arms, he's going to like take up his sword and then fall through and slam it down on him. 
So All right, give me that I'm roll. Injured, yeah, since I'm injured, I'm using three. That's plus two. So, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm sorry. Okay, with that, you, you, you didn't even botch. Oh, my God. It's like it's it's like not giving us any. Well, I guess we have one momentum back. <laughs> yeah. Now you have a multiple three, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it turns it catches your catches your sword at the right moment, just on its remaining horn, and just sort of like pushes you off. Yeah, uh, Nicholas staggers back, um, just like he's kind of a little scared because he thought he had it, and now the thing's like focused right on him. And it's gonna attack you again. Luckily for you, since it's so messed up right now, it's going to take a... It's going to be a lot of success to actually hurt you again. Oh, God. Even with, even if you take away all the complications and everything, that's still... It's enough to... That, that was like uh, 11 successes, I think, just counting the tens as twos. Eight, nine, ten. That's ten successes. So, yeah, even with all the different... All the uh, things going against it, it's being close to death and the complicated... It's still enough to hit you. Okay, well... That's... You yeah. have to block... If you can somehow match four successes then i'll say you block it um yeah, i'm just looking at my powers to see if i well i am protecting my charge i can oh warning i can spend momentum to double the successes that roll any um okay now it's just discerning whether needs harms i never got that off okay so what do i need to do to block again make the same uh you know def- resilience roll you know minus one for the complicate and if you can, if you can, if you it's a, if you can make at least four successes, I'll say you can block it. All right, four successes with three dice. It's uh, been momentum. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I guess I'll spend two momentum if that's all right with everyone. I go for it. Like, what's Indeed. the worst that can happen? Oh God. <laughs> no, well, no successes. So well, I'm afraid. Yeah. Again, it like. It winds up and then it just smacks you down to the ground with its big paw. And this time it gets you in the leg. It trips you up with it under by the leg. Neck! Your leg's Don't all worry. bloody. Add another oh. uh, dot to your injury list. Oh, that really hurts. All right, so now it's uh, Gary's turn again. Oh, uh, and my boys score a botch. Zero successes and a one. Oh, Wow. So yeah, with the uh, ten dice, ten. So does that add double momentum? <laughs> uh, yep, momentum. I, four. I, I gave you something I thought you would kill, like you know, and sooner. But now it's just it's turning. It's I don't know what's going on. Wanted to make it cool, and now you just letting me down. Okay, with a botch, Nicholas, give me another I'm, defense. I'm shot, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, one success. I'll be nice, and that's enough. To, you, you just like you a couple of you know graze your clothes, but you you just like roll out of the way in time. So as Nicholas is rolling, you see like this little streak of blood where his body was. Exactly. Yes. All right, Jesse, please don't don't kill Sir Nicholas, please. Uh, first combat. Jesse will actually do. His, one of his uh, whatchamacallit his knacks and uh-huh. he will use the biggest threat okay so he has to make a show of force or intimidate his enemy I just assume he's just going to focus all his energy into frostbit 
And now he has to make a knack skill roll. That's so, yeah, for biggest target skill, then. Uh, I can do, I guess I could do close combat or athletics. I'm fine with either. Yeah, either or, yeah. All right. And do I add anything to that? Or is it just. Uh, no. Let's go for it. Uh, guys, how do you feel about me spending uh, two momentum points on that? Just to change the targets. All right, two successes. Here we go. That's so. enough for it to like, to sort of like, you know, yeah. you, you flash your bow around and like the cold sort of like nips at the supercarbon and looks at you and it knows you should not yeah. belong here. It has to deal with me first or it suffers plus two difficulty to attack anyone else. All right. So now do you attack? Hells yeah. Okay. Give me that athletics plus dex. Three successes, which turns into five successes. That is enough to fight. To you, you wind it back, and as it roars at you, you, you fire, and the arrow go, goes down it's the back of its throat. And it just you see its head, sort of like the back of it, just sort of like burst into like this, like this corona of like bloody icicles. Fear and me, it, and it just falls down dead. Jesse just sort of uh, sheaths his bow, and it just starts warming his hands together. You know. What people do when they're cold. It's just like completely freezing inside from using frostbit so much. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions, so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.